joining us now is Mark Donald. He's the executive director of RIASAP, which is the Regional Youth Adult Social Action Partnership, which we're going to call RIASAP for the rest of this program. And Mark's been involved in you know, urban alternative education and community since 2000 when he was in Hunts Point in the Bronx. Uh, he's also been in, you know, New Haven, Stanford, and Bridgeport. Mark was the founding member and principal of the John V. Lindsay Wildcat Academy and has served as a mental health chair for Hunt Point, Hunts Point Alliance for Children, a collective impact organization ded- dedicating to improving the Hunts Point Bronx community. He has also served as the principal for Domus Academy, the only alternative middle school in New Haven. In his prior position as director of strategy and innovation for Domus Kids, Mark was responsible for uh, developing external partnerships, school strategy, data integration, and fundraising. Welcome, Mark. Good to be here. Great. Hey, tell us a little bit more about yourself in terms of how, how did you evolve to where you are doing what you're doing in life? Yeah, thanks. I mean, it's been uh, an interesting journey, and uh, hopefully my kids aren't listening because they might hear about my disciplinary record in uh, in middle school <laughs> and, and maybe young high school um, as, as I try and guide them through. But I, I kind of was uh, one of those kids that was uh, probably qualified as ADHD before ADHD became a, a thing. And uh, I struggled a lot with uh, teachers who weren't pushing me hard enough and weren't weren't interesting. And I still even remember thinking in sixth, seventh, eighth grade, um, wow, I would never teach this like this. I would teach it like that. And if you would have asked me up until the age about 23, 24, if I would be a teacher, I would have said no way. And then as my life progressed, it kind of became a natural thing. And even today, I kind of identify as a teacher. And my, when I grow up, I want to be a teacher. But uh, through that, I uh, you know, became a, a teacher in the South Bronx and uh, in Hunts Point, which uh, at the time, the 41st Precinct was the toughest precinct in, the, in wow. New York City. And uh, working with some really, really tough kids who kind of hadn't been served right by society, quite frankly. Um, our school was set up for kids who hadn't succeeded in, uh, in whatever uh, form that was, whether they were kicked out, whether they dropped out, whether they just stopped going. And it was really interesting because there we had the opportunity to form really intimate relationships with the kids. Um, You know, some of them were teen parents and their kids called me dad, right? Some of them were, you know, unfortunately, I was going out in the neighborhood hunting them down. And I think about, you know, two of of the first kids, Derek, right? Derek was a six foot two um, young man from Hunts Point, a gifted basketball player. And uh, he would write his compositions, and in his compositions, he would write his Bs with an arrow going up and his Cs with an arrow going down, and they were these brilliant compositions. <clears throat> and so finally, I just I, I said, Derek, why do you do these to your Bs and your Cs? And he just looks at me and goes, mister, you don't know. And so I said, you're right, I don't. That's why I'm asking. You're an amazing writer. We need to find you scholarship money for athletics and academics because you're an amazing writer. Mister, you don't want to know. So he never told me, but I did my research. Well, the B going up means blood, right? Uh, The C going down means crypt, right? He was a blood through and through. 
And mm. I think about him and, and the potential that led him. And unfortunately, uh, Derek did not graduate. And uh, I, I was never able to find him again. I would walk around the streets of Hunts Point, go to the commonly planned basketball, and I, I never had contact with him. So, you know, when you see potential like Derek who is making choices because of the survival instincts of the neighborhood or because the gangs are doing a better recruiting job than we are to our academic institutions or even athletic institutions. Um, you know, we have a, a society have failed. So I think, you know, taking that experience and then over time, you know, developing these relationships, still have these, you know, kids. They're not so much kids anymore, but they have kids who are going to college. And I'm thinking that's what it's about. Right. How can we do better as a society? And that's why, you know, I never I'm a teacher. I'm not a policy wonk. You know, mm -hmm. I, I <clears throat> want to be a better executive director than I am, but I'm still a teacher. And how can we learn from the mistakes we're making and um, get a little better every day? Yeah, we're talking to Mark Donald from Riasap. Um, yeah, that's very revealing that you mentioned, you know, people might think of you now in your career as an executive director. And what do executive directors do? They answer emails and go to <laughs> go to meetings and call donors. But no, you were a guy that was tracking students down in the streets to 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 find them. To care for them, you know. Yeah, did a, did a lot of home visits, knocked on a lot of doors, um, you know, unfortunately broke up some fights in the neighborhood, um, you know, things like that. And again, at the end of the day, as, as you think about it and you develop these relationships, right, they become more than just a teacher-student relationship, you know. Pretty darn close to a, to a child-family relationship. Yeah. And even when my kids were younger, <laughs> I would take them to the school for our Thanksgiving things, and they would all look after them. Never was a doubt in my mind that, oh, you know, Mr. D, as I was known, he he kicked me out of class, so I'm going to hurt his kid. There was That was never a question in my mm -hmm. mind because the relationships were so strong. And, and a lot of things, you know, that, that um, what we call, you know, other people call urban kids, right, or kids growing up in, in inner city, they are gifted at knowing people, right? They yeah. are gifted at, at determining who is real, who is not genuine, and who has their best interest at heart. And, and I hope that's why I was able to develop relationships. Yeah, well, I'm sure, you know, Matt and Carla and I, as we're listening to you, we're thinking about the teachers in our lives that made a big difference or even as Matt describes his father, you know, and the impact it had on him. I'm sure you were one of those teachers for them. Uh, let's let's uh, fast forward to present moment, though. Tell us about, you know, Riasap, because I, I want our WPKN listeners, whether they're, you know, walking their dog now at lunch or driving on 95, I want them to come away from this interview feeling like they, they got to know this nonprofit that's right here in our community and understand what the, you know, the work that you're doing. Well, I, I love that, you know, I had to, I love and hate that I had to follow the, the jamming between you and uh, and Matt over here. It was, it was fantastic. <laughs> to watch. I can't carry a tune in a bucket. Um, but, I, you know, I think about Riasap and like we're almost like the ultimate jam band, right? And we can go into communities 
and, and make music with the community, right? We, we very much, it's a level relationship. We're not going anywhere and saving communities, right? We're, we're leveraging the strengths of the community. We're leveraging our strengths. Give a, give a couple examples. Yeah. I, I want to just, what, you, sure. what is it that some of the things that you do? Sure. So, um, you know, I think one good example, and I don't want to call out the community, but um, one of our uh, wealthier communities experienced a rash of, of, young, of young suicides, Right. And that's tragic at any level. And uh, so we went in and we trained the entire school district uh, personnel on youth mental health first aid. Right. The entire school district we trained. And let me tell you, it was intense. People knew some of those young people who died by suicide. And, you know, I had to give my crew who did the training a couple of days off to recover mentally. Right. But we trained an entire school district. Right. We also we partner with local housing uh, leaderships like PT Partners, right? They're developing leadership in public housing, and we're working on gun violence together. We're doing community-based participatory research. What is that? We're asking them how we solve gun violence in the community. Mm-hmm. They're experiencing it on a daily ba- basis. And we're taking like our street safe team, and we're working with young people who are already engaged in gun violence, and we're getting them to put down the guns. Right. We're reengaging them using different techniques. Uh, we use credible messengers, people who have made mistakes in their past and probably serve time. But they have instant credibility with these young people who are about to pick up a gun or maybe already have. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to get them yeah. before they make a decision that's going to cost them their life, yeah. whether it's incarceration or a murder victim. And, and we try and uh, prevent that. So, you know, I just mentioned going into a wealthy community and training them. I just mentioned going into a community that's impoverished in public housing. And we're working with those communities to try and make them healthier. Now, is it mostly the staff that you work with or like as Carla was mentioning when she was talking about the, the services they provide for the homeless, she was mentioning being very inspired by volunteers, people that want to be involved in helping with the cause, um, is mostly what you do implementing this army and the staff or do you, are there also people who volunteer who become part of this movement with you? Sure. Yeah. I mean, we work with everybody, including other executive directors, right? We don't do direct service with mental health, right? We don't do food support, um, you know, directly, we will do it occasionally, but we don't have the infrastructure or the expertise. So we have mm-hmm. to work with Carla yeah. if we're we're going to try and feed communities in mass. We have to work with Michael Patota at uh, Child and Family Guidance to get young people direct therapeutic skills. Um, but we also we have social emotional learning restorative justice ambassadors. That's kids in the schools. Mm. We're developing in that infrastructure. We have trained school security guards. We've trained the police in restorative justice, restorative mm. practices. So, you know, I think it's wherever we can lend our expertise to build a stronger community. Um, but it also goes a lot with leadership. You know, we've been fortunate to have uh, good relationships with chiefs of police, with mayors, uh, first selectmen, um, uh, boards of Ed. We just did restorative justice training last week with uh, administrators in Fairfield Public Schools. So if you're if you're listening now, I want you to know that you're listening to Mark Donald, and he's the executive director of RIASAP. And RIASAP is this regional youth adult social action partnership. So how if people want to get involved? And learn more. How can they do that? What, what would be some of the ways people say that sounds really cool? What that guy was talking about? I wanna, I wanna check it out. Sure. So um, uh, the website, social media, ryasap, riasap.org is is um, a good way to find us. 
um, you know, we're only a, a website or an email reach out away. Um, would love to hear um, from folks. And, you know, what again, would be some of the things that volunteers might be able to get involved in just as, you know, examples? Yeah, I, I think there's uh, we have a, a what's called a youth diversion team now where we have a community panel that works with young people who have committed misdemeanors and keeps them out of the court system, mentors um, them. We have a lot of um, uh, events where we try and bring awareness um, through, you know, some good places to go would be the hubct.org, which is mm-hmm. um, one of our programs, the hub. Um, Regional Behavioral Health Action Organization, which is a long-winded way of we're trying to bring awareness, capacity building to mental health, substance abuse, and suicide prevention. Um, And, uh, you know, we have a lot of events trying to bring awareness and uh, really show folks that that there's opportunities for everyone, volunteers, professionals, you know, from 5 to 55, you know, 5 to 85, really. Well, great. Thank you, Mark. And, and I you. encourage everybody to check out uh, the org website. Uh-